Hey everyone, and welcome back to God's Light Podcast, hosted by me, Ava Deutschman. Oh, happy, wonderful Wednesday. I hope everyone is doing just amazing. And if you're not, that's okay. <laughs> uh, relatable. Um, so today, uh, if you haven't already read the title, is kind of, you know, April-themed. We are now in the month of April, and as everyone knows, there's an April Fool's Day. Uh, let me know if any of y'all got fooled um, or pranked um, or fell for anything or did some of the fooling, or if you just plain feel like a fool. Life has uh, been interesting lately, and I think it would be good to talk about, I don't know, I guess foolishness um, in what the word says about it and I guess reflect on that within our life. So if that sounds something interesting, then let's just keep listening and dig right in. So to start, I am going to pray before we get into this. So let's just join in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much again for this wonderful platform that I have, um, the voice you've given me, the, the spirit you've given me, and the people there who are listening, Lord, I just pray that you lead me and guide me and help me with my words, that you're just speaking through me and that I'm not just stealing your show, Lord. Um, Take the mic (laughs) and just completely lead us today. It's in your name I pray. Amen. So, fools, right? Um, We're human. We can fall into things that make us feel like fools sometimes, Um, whether that's heartbreak or just you got pranked or things aren't going your way. Um, Someone actually in the Bible that maybe I would think maybe felt like a fool um, was Job, actually. First of all, I love that book. Wonderful book of the Bible. Love the different things I've learned from it. But also the fact that um, he probably was just trusting the Lord even though he was confused, right? You know, summary on what happens in the book of Job is um, basically... uh, The devil goes to God and is like, wow, Job, you know, you say he's this loyal servant, but if he has so much, you know, you know, in the world for him, he's got a lot going for him. What if you just, you know, took some of that away? Would he still be loyal to you? Because his life isn't as luxurious as it is right now. So God's like, yeah, I believe in my servant Job. I believe that he will be faithful to me. And so basically... You know, God was just like, just don't harm him and do your damage, basically. And 
the devil took his family away except for his wife and like all of what he had. Um, and basically a lot of the book is conversations with his friends about just everything that's gone on. And a lot of what they talk about is, well, like you had to have done something wrong, you know? I mean, like stuff like this doesn't happen unless you've done something wrong. But the thing is, Job was completely faithful and loyal and trusting of God. And um, so they went through like so many different rules and just trying to pinpoint it, right? But basically, you know, they probably didn't help make him feel like such a fool. You know, like, man, dude, you must have messed up. (laughs) Where did you go wrong? Did you get into some foolishness, you know? Um, that's just one person, though, that I think of that might have, uh, gone through those kind of feelings or thoughts of, man, I'm I'm such a fool. But, you know, he also, that book of the Bible was also, there was a lot of different points within it. Um, but basically... Like I was saying in Job, um, one of his friends, and verse Job, uh, Job 5, um, it says, this is um, a response, just like another response continuing with their conversation, the friends, right? Um, It starts, cry for help, but will anyone answer you? Which of the angels will help you? Surely resentment destroys the fool and jealousy kills the simple I have seen the fools may be successful for the moment, but then comes sudden disaster. So I think in this, you know, there's this, first of all, it's claiming that resentment destroys the fool, you know, like kind of like anger and jealousy. But verse three is what is to be focused on here. I have seen that fools may be successful for the moment, but then comes sudden disaster. And I don't know about you, but if I were to hear my friend say that, and I was living in a world of mess in my life, I'd be like, oh, so are you calling me a fool? (laughs) Um, But also from this, I have seen that fools may be successful for the moment, but then comes sudden disaster. But it's also saying, you know, those who are foolish, maybe in a way, those who live of the world are successful for the moment or have pleasure for the moment or might be doing just fine for the moment. But then sudden disaster comes, you know, it doesn't last. And, and so within this, I think, you know, Job probably did feel like a fool when there was just this sudden disaster. He was successful for a moment. Um, so other than this example from the Bible is just like a person to help visualize um, there's also, fool gets brought up kind of a lot, I noticed, um, during all of this April Fools, um, I've had a lot of people lately, even before April Fools, um, 
feel like a fool for different things. Um, and so I was like, I was intrigued by this, how it came up like twice and just a couple days within each other. And I was like, there's, there's gotta maybe be a meaning behind this, or I'm just reading too much into this, but I ended up looking through the word and I, you know, the handy version Bible app, I just looked up the word fool and I saw like, you know, a bunch of verses in it bringing up fool occasionally. And I saw a good amount of it come from Job, but I also saw a good amount of it come from Proverbs. Um, and in Proverbs, it, um, it talks about, honestly, I, I kind of see it as like guidelines almost like, or like it goes through, I don't know, maybe definitions possibly of, of, you know, fools. Um, a bunch of chapters that I noticed in Proverbs that it was mentioned just, I mean, there's a lot of them, a lot of books in that are brought up. So 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, it just, it probably goes on where at least it's mentioned. Um, but I think I saw most of it or a good amount of it in 14. Oh, yeah, it just starts off right away where it says, A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. Those who take the wrong path despise him. A fool's proud talk becomes a rod that beats him, but the words of the wise keep them safe. Without an oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. Um, a few more verses until seven says, stay away from fools for your, for you won't find knowledge on their lips. The prudent understand where they are going, but fools deceive themselves. Fools make fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. I really like that verse. Fools make fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Oh, I really love that verse. But the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. So, a lot of the time when we feel foolish, there's actually a lot of guilt rooted in that, I, I would think. You know, when I feel like, if I, okay, for example, if I'm feeling guilty about something, I could say that I feel like a fool. And maybe the other way around where if I'm feeling like a fool, I might become guilty about that. I might feel guilty that I feel like a fool. Like, Lord, I don't mean to feel like a fool, but I do, you know? And so fools make fun of it though. But because we have, we have God on our side, 
We can't acknowledge it and then seek reconciliation. We can seek the Lord. Be like, Lord, I feel like a fool right now. I really need you. I really need you. (sighs) Help me with this. And I love the connection between this verse, Proverbs 14, 9. This is like the key verse today, which is what I've been repeating. Fools make fun of the guilt, fun of guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. One of the other books that I found that talks a lot about fools as well is Ecclesiastes, which is kind of funny enough, right after Proverbs. And I say this and I bring this up because if you go to look at Ezeclastes, oh my gosh, I'm totally butchering that, but y'all know what I mean. First of all, the first book, everything is meaningless. (laughs) What an encouragement to start off with a book in the Bible. Uh, Meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Because we live in the world, right? And technically, everything here is meaningless. And I promise this is getting more negative than where I was going. But I promise I have a point and I'll get there. So (laughs) for a little negative note, everything's kind of meaningless here. It literally, the next wisdom is meaningless. Pleasures are meaningless. Wisdom and folly are meaningless. Toil is meaningless. Advancement is meaningless. Riches are meaningless. Like it just keeps going. But there's throughout, scattered throughout this this book, there's like a few that just are pointing your way towards God. Fulfill your vow to God is one of them. Obey the king is one of them. And the last one before the conclusion is remember your creator while young. So basically throughout this book, it, it discusses that there's a lot of things that are meaningless. But what's not? is our God. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back because that's always what we joke about in in church, you know. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Things might be meaninglessly here, meaningless, and we might feel like a fool when we're in the world, living of the world. But the thing that most matters is our God our creator. All we need is him, literally. And I know, I know we hear that all the time, but it literally, it just says, remember your creator. In these days of your youth, this is verse um, 12, by the way, of um, 11. So 11, 12, sorry. Or 12, I'm, oh my gosh, I keep, I can't read my Bible. (laughs) Um, no, it's it's 12. So remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come in the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars 
grow dark and the clouds return after the rain. I don't really know where the rest of that got us exactly, but the <laughs> the beginning was remember your creators in the day of your youth. And I think it's interesting to note in your days of youth. You could be 86 or six years old and we're still children. We're still youthful. So anything else can give us pleasure, but that's only for a moment. And it could, it could destroy seconds in your hands. Everything could crumble, but your creator won't. Heck, he made you. <laughs> and he made us to be like him. So, yeah, you know, we might bend, but we won't break. We won't crumble. We need him to give us a hand sometimes, to carry us, walk us through it when we can't walk anymore. I hope that... Everything that I said is not meaningless. <laughs> it had a point. I hope it reached you in some way. I hope that it was of the Lord and that he was speaking through me to you so that you heard something you needed to hear. I also wanted to remind you, you are not a fool we are made to be like the Lord. We are his masterpiece. Oh man, I want to say that again. You are his masterpiece. <laughs> I could get into a whole thing about that, but that might have to be for another time. But just know we are made to be like him. He made us. And we just need our creator. He's what we need. He's the that hole in your your chest. He's the thing that within your foolishness will make you feel redeemed. Seek him for reconciliation. Know that you aren't meaningless. Because he's not meaningless. You were loved and you are light. Thank you for listening to this episode today. You can go around and do as many fools, as many pranks as you'd like. Well, by the time this is out, it would have passed. Just remember, even if you get fooled, even if you fall for it, you're not really going to fall. He's, he's already catching you. He's already holding you. <laughs> I'm going to end with another prayer because prayer is so important and that's also not the point of this, but, you know, it's still important. So I'm going to pray us out and 
I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday and a week, a wonderful week. (laughs) All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you again today for the words that I have spoken, the, the word that I have read. I pray that it was of you and that it reaches people, Lord. You are very good. You are all our you are all we need. Be with us, Lord, carry us, Lord, lead us, guide us, because again, we're all we're, you're all we need. Lord, I pray that we run to you when we feel foolish, that we seek reconciliation. You're so good. your name that we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I will see you soon. Bye.